What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode three of In Touch and Engaged. Today, we have Tagaro Mutuma back on the show. Had to get Big Bro back on. Um, didn't have anyone else to talk to, so he, he's... It's always, <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice, always nice to have, always nice to have Tagaro as a fullback. Uh, yeah, how you doing, my man? No, I'm good, thanks to you, man. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for having me. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting everyone know I was like your 17th choice, but hey. You know, I couldn't get I, once again, bro. Kalisi's busy. Yeah, Itzabeth is you know yeah. lifting weights. Um, <laughs> what is it? Bro? Mawanga is, is 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 kicking. So you know what I mean. Dude, uh, it looks like it had to be you, bro. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Bro. <laughs> I guess. Very understandable. Yeah. So, um, guys, before we start talking, I just want to let you guys know um, this is an interactive show. So for those of you who are watching. I hope to actually ask some, but <laughs> for those of you that are watching, if you want to, um, you know, get some points across, um, maybe speak about things that I may have missed or maybe things you would have liked to hear, things you want to challenge me on, maybe, uh, you can find this show on Instagram and Twitter uh, at In Touch and Engaged. You can DM me, um, DM me your thoughts. Then, you know, I can decide whether I actually want to bring you onto the show and we can chat about them. Or I'll take your points, speak about them, and maybe answer answer the question or or you know debate your points. But anyways, moving on, let's get into it. So we had a triple hit of Curry Cup yesterday. Um, yeah, um, three three very good games. Well, for the standard of South African rugby right now, but <laughs> with three three very good games. Um, but yeah, just I want to just touch on Curry Cup in general. You know, there's been a lot of disruption with COVID especially, but, you know, especially with the box not being there as well, um, hasn't really helped the quality much either. But, um, yeah, I just feel like the state of Curry Cup rugby right now, it's, it's definitely not what it used to be, you know, back in the earlier, in the in the, in the good old days, as some would say. Um, <laughs> there's definitely been, there's definitely been a dip in standard, if you ask me. Um, but on the bright side, though, it is kind of nice, though, because that transition from, for guys who played in the Varsity Cup, it's 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 becoming a lot easier for them to make that transition into Curry Cup, but um, yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on Curry Cup and what you think of the tournament. Uh yeah, I think in terms of yeah, I think you're right in saying in terms of quality that over the years the quality of the Curry Cup has decreased, and I think that's obviously due to a lot of the best players um, in South Africa um, playing overseas. Mm. So I think, yeah, that obviously um, contributed to the drop in quality. But I think if you can look at the flip side, I think you probably are seeing a lot of players that you normally wouldn't see. Like, as you said, a lot of varsity cup players, a lot of uh, of the younger players at the union getting a chance to um, show what they've got and have the opportunity to play in the Curry Cup. I think, I think uh, the Curry Cup is still such a prestigious competition, even though the standards dropped, it's still such a prestigious competition and it gives a platform for a lot of these young players to show what they've got. But um, yeah, I think there's always two sides to it. Um, I think they've definitely made uh, defense illegal in this competition because <laughs> the, amount, the, amount of, <laughs> the amount of tries that oh, we've been man. seeing in the Kai Cup is, 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 a, is a madness. Yeah, like, I, think, sure. I think the average, the average score must be like 45, 43 every game. <laughs> I guess it's, it's entertaining, but like, damn, there's been some terrible defense. That's but, true. Um, yeah, I guess I think it's probably nice to see a lot of the younger players getting an opportunity, which I think maybe in, 
the long run, I don't know as you think might benefit South Africa, but also if the quality is poor, like that's the standard they're going to get used to. So, that's true. Yeah, no, yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems a bit very complex situation, but I think hopefully SRAB can sort that out, man. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think we must give our credit to SRAB. I think they are trying to deal with the matter as as best they can, especially given the situation. Like you said, there's been a a huge player drain in South African rugby over the over the last few years. You know, I mean, and it makes sense. You know, these a lot of these superstars um, honestly feel like they could get better worth. You know, or, or yeah, better worth overseas in terms of like you know money. So it, it, it's. It's it's a very tough one, you know, given the situation here. And, you know, you can ask me any day of the week. I'd definitely go earn pounds over Rand. So, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a no-brainer also. But just also on what you said <laughs> about defense being illegal. I just saw a tweet the other day. Um, some idiot, bro. Uh, where he basically said, he was like, you know, because the Springboks have come under a lot of heat on their style of play and all that. Yeah. This person now goes on to Twitter now. I don't know what compelled him to do so or what he was watching. But basically, he said, Rassi and Nino should learn from the Curry Cup. But it's basically saying, because the Curry Cup has been so expensive, there have been a lot of tries. So he's kind of saying that, excuse me, he's kind of saying that the box should implement, you know, a more free or loose style of play into their game. But, you know, like you said, defense has been illegal. So, like, what lessons are they to learn? Learn how to leak 40 points a game. So if you ask me, I think the box are doing just fine. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I completely agree. It was, yeah, I it completely was, agree. I, I don't think, I don't, I, I didn't check the comment section, but I'd like to think that person got a bit of blowback. You know, maybe Mark Keon probably dropped in a comment there and uh, gave him a piece of his mind. But yeah, yeah definitely, dude. Um, like you were saying also, what it does do now, this... You know, on the flip side of a lot of players leaving and et cetera, et cetera. It is, it is making it easier for, you know, younger talents and maybe talent that would go unnoticed to kind of get the opportunity. Um, you know, we're seeing the likes of Pepsi Butelezi and um, Franco Horn, you know, young cap, even even being given the responsibility of captaining their Curry Cup teams, you know, which can only, only bode well for their future careers, you know, potential test careers also. Just giving them that exposure earlier on. We're seeing guys a year or two out of school getting a chance. So just I think the sooner we can get people used to senior rugby, the better. Because I think it's something like New Zealand have have, have uh, done so well, where they're able to bring in youngsters kind of straight from school into a super rugby setup, get them used to get them used to a high high tempo, high quality of rugby. So by the time you know if they do end up um, having test careers. They they already kind of used to bright lights and or 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 used to the physicality and the pace of senior rugby. So on that, you know, I think it is very, it is it is it is a positive for sure. And you know, even though you know the the quality at times has been questionable, I think it is fair to say that we 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 are definitely watching future box uh, unfold in this competition. You know, they'll learn, they'll come with time. So I think yeah, and. In that regard, it, 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 it is doing a lot. And I think the box, in certain positions, more some more than others, the box can definitely look at the carry cup and, and, and definitely lick their chops at the guys that are going to be coming through. Um, but then I just want to talk to you about another thing. Same topic, carry cup here also. Um, the performances of the big franchises, you know, the traditional big big five or, you know, big four, since the Cheetahs seem to have taken a step out of that. Uh, it's been quite, it's been quite a bit, a bit disappointing, you know. Especially if you look at the Lions, 
look at the likes of Western Province, things just aren't going their way, you know. And it's on the bright side, it's it's nice to see teams like the Greekos and Pumas being able to come in and hang with these big boys and put some points on them. But if you the lie, if you teams like the Lions and Western Province, um, I mean the Sharks do arrive from here and there, but but more so the Lions and Western Province. Surely this is quite concerning. No, for sure. I think it is quite concerning when you're seeing your big unions, and especially the unions who've, who always have the uh, first pick at school, the, the top school boys coming out and have the resources and generally will always have the better talent doing um, pretty poorly. I think that is a cause for concern. I think, mm-hmm. as you said, it's, oh, no, it's, it's a good, it's, I think it's maybe good for um, South African rugby in general that you have the smaller unions like Pumas and Gricos, uh being able to go toe-to-toe with those bigger unions, um, which is always nice to see. I think we always love to see an underdog story and, and whatnot. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is super concerning. And I think it's probably, um, I think maybe an issue that a lot of people have maybe looked past is probably the quality of coaching in South Africa, bar Russell <laughs> and Nina, but all the, co- the Springbok setup. And I think there yeah. is quite a drop off. I think I know where you're going with this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's quite a drop off in terms of the quality of coaches. Like, um, like if you see, like, just for example, what's been happening at the Lions, like the drop off from what we saw with Ackerman and and, and Swiss to Brain. Like, fair yeah. enough, a lot of the key players, like Marks, Mostad, like a lot of the key players have left overseas. But the drop off is that they look like the Lions of old, the Lions that used to get like beaten 19 0 in Super Rugby. <laughs> In the early in the early 2010s, 2000s. Yes, they so are. I think the, just the drop off and the step back that the union has taken is quite concerning. And um, <laughs> I think I saw I saw a tweet a tweet the other day saying that um, uh, this is what happens when the Lions hire a USN rep to be their coach. <laughs> oh, my is so it, it's Yo. brilliant, but like yeah, Twitter will always remain undefeated, but Definitely. as as, fu- as funny as that is, but I think there is a bit of truth it's to that. It's concerning. It is very concerning it is, also. It is concerning. Like, yeah. um, the fact that the, the Lions have just taken such a massive step backwards from all the success, um, because basically, if you look at it, the, over the past five, six years, the Lions have probably been the, been the most successful South African union. Definitely. Like, if you look at, like, how many, I think, how many Super Rugby finals? It was, like, was, yeah, like it was, you know, three three Super Rugby finals in a row. Um, yeah. You know, poor poor decision-making from Ackerman to not send the starters to Argentina cost them a home final the one year against the Hurricanes. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the unfortunate red card against the Crusaders. You know, so games, games they really could have been, you know, that, that they actually possibly could have had a chance in, you know. So just, just those little things that um, cost them. But yeah, you know, very competitive. But then, like you say now, the drop-off is just, you know, it's 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 quite shocking, honestly. Absolutely. So I think that's, yeah, that's something that's a bit of a concern. And I think same, I think same would probably apply to Western province. I don't think, I think obviously I'd say um, like, Dobson has definitely got like more better coach, more coaching experience, and I think he's a better coach. But I think there's still mm. the Western Province don't look like the Western Province that we on uh, are used to seeing. So um, yeah, I think those, especially with those two unions, there is a, a bit of a concern. But I think um, it can actually be said across the board because I think the, the franchises without their Springboks don't look as good um, 
as yeah. they normally do. And like, just for example, like just for example, if you look at the Sharks, before COVID, the Sharks were the number one Super Rugby team, and like mm. I think since the restart, I, they just haven't looked like the same side. And I don't think they've lost that many players from their squad uh, who were a part of them being top of Super Rugby when Super Rugby was still um, uh, South Africa, New Zealand, and Australia. So, yeah, that's a bit of concern, like of, of a concern. So, like, um, I don't know, like, Ty, I pose the question to you: What if you if you are SA Rugby? What do you? How do you remedy this, bro? Like, are you <laughs> are you are you trying to uh, like? Like, how do you fix this, bro? Because I think it is a bit of a concern because eventually in a couple of years' time, like, Rassi or whoever's the coach or the coaching staff or the Springboks are going to have to pick players from these kind of players, bro. So what, like, do you, have you, have you thought of, of any way that you might fix this? To be honest, that, that, is, that is a very, it's a very tough question because, you know, like we were saying with the player drain, it has been a financial thing. So... Yeah. It, it it really it really is a tough one, man. Because you know the only way I could think of, but it's obviously easier said than done. You know, you you invest more into these franchises, and maybe mm-hmm. with that, you're now able to bring your 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 players who are based overseas back home. You know, that's 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 one thing I'd think of. But you know, like I was saying, especially it's it's very tough to get that sort of sponsorship, um, that sort of money. So pulling that off would be very hard. But that would be the first thing. Otherwise, bro, I, I, like honestly, that's 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 the concern because I I honestly can't sit here and tell you, or, or or give you a good enough idea, you know. So it is it's tough, man, because it's very concerning when you're seeing teams like the Pumas and Greekers hang points on you know power, you know South African powerhouses. Like I'm seeing yesterday, the Bulls as strong as they've been, you know, really made that a game for the Pumas. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's good for the Pumas also because I think it, it's making South African rugby a lot more competitive, more competitive than it used to be, which is good. But I think, but the concern, but the problem with that though is the competitiveness is coming from the big four or five dropping off um, so much. So yeah. yo, it's it's really it really is a tough one, and also you know just to just to also look ahead, um, this really is a call a cause for concern because now we have we have that um, oh, man. What's this new competition called now? Where where we're gonna but you know we're gonna be playing overseas. We're gonna be playing, you know, uh, we're gonna be traveling the, to like the United Rugby Championship. I think. United Rugby Championship, there it is. You, you know, yeah. with the United Rugby Championship coming up, where we're now going up against the cream of the crop in European rugby, you know. Um, especially now with their international season kind of being done. So I'm assuming a lot of these Lions and Test players, once they've rested up, they're gonna be uh, ready to go for that. Um yeah. And we're going to be in the middle of the rugby championship. So without Springboks now, we're going to have to now travel, play against test quality players. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking ahead to it and I'm thinking, <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see a good, a good ending for the South Africans. Maybe the Bulls can pull something off. But after what happened in Italy when they got absolutely demolished in the Pro 14 final, uh, it's, it's, it really isn't looking good for South African teams going forward. No, Definitely. I think there's mm. concern that, like we are, that these teams are so reliant on the Springboks. Like obviously we know, like every team wants those those test quality players, but I think the drop off when they leave is also a massive concern. Yeah, and I think yeah. South African rugby is generally never like I just remember just if we think back like when we even started watching Curry Cup, um, how like the Springboks even when the Springboks went there, Curry Cup was still a great product that they still put out. Massive. Still massive. Yeah. Still really good players because there was a lot of players who were competing 
to get into the bog team. So the standard yeah. is super, super high. So I think just this, the, the drop-off from when the, when the Springbok leaves is a bit concerning. I think as if they go to Europe, like these, I think there's a lot of stuff that's going to be different in terms of like the conditions and playing a, against a different style of opponent. So exactly. I think there's a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of variables uh, going into that. And I think the fact that you are showing a lot of, there's a lot of gaps in these, um, these teams' games is very concerning. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully you can, they put up more of a fight when they, when that starts and, and don't, I said, probably I just have just need hope that they, they try to survive until the Springboks come back. Yeah. Yeah, because literally, like I say, it, it, I think it's it's going to be a survival in that tournament. You know, I think we're gonna oh. be putting on our TVs and watching South African teams fight for their lives. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> really fighting for their lives out there, bro. So, um, you know, but anyways, you know, we I guess you know you never know. There might be a surprise, uh, but judging of based of what I've seen in Club, I, I highly doubt that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, but again, still, that's going to be another competition for us to watch. So yeah, guys, if you into European rugby, yeah, or, or or actually haven't been into European rugby, you have more of a reason to watch now because that's where, uh, since since leaving, for those who don't know, we've left Super Rugby, South Africa, sorry, has left Super Rugby. So we, we're now playing with, with the European side. So gives you more of a, gives you more reason to tap into that and watch a bit of that. Another tournament coming up for you starting soon. Um, now, Tiggs, let's let's talk rugby championship. Um, you know, I I spoke about it in my previous episode, which I'm sure no one listened to. It wasn't the well, it wasn't the best. I didn't really promo that one, but you know, oh yikes. Um, but basically, you know, what I was kind of going on about and what I kind of expect to see in this rugby championship is it's going to be interesting to see how South Africa can now be that team. You know, because for so long we've been chasing New Zealand, right? Yeah. And now, now we're on the top of the mountain. We're world champions. We're rugby yeah. championship champions, and now coming off a Lions series win, so we we basically ticked every box or climbed every you know supposed you know mountain that there is to climb. And yeah. you know, like I, I was saying, for so long the All Blacks have been that team who. Who are who are used to having that target on their back and use that as motivation. And as we saw for that long period of time, even you know from Grant Henry even through to Steve Hansen, how they cope with that pressure and still manage to pull off you know win after win, win trophy after trophy. It's going to be interesting to see now how the Springboks go from the hunter to the to the to the prey because now we are that team that everyone wants to bring their A game for. We're yeah, the team yeah. that we're the team that you know other countries want to come and want to topple. We're the team that countries are going to look, are going to, are going to, you know, are going to mark that game and and think this is the time to, to assert ourselves on the rugby world. So it's going to be very interesting to see if the box can cope with that pressure. I feel like they do because there's just something in this box team that I really do like. Um, you know, they they're a team that you know, like when they really need to, they can pull together. Um, but it's really it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they go in this tournament. And also when you look at the All Blacks now, and where I where I where I feel the All Blacks could be very dangerous, and I, and I fear that they could be very dangerous also, um, as a as a, as a Springbok fan, is that now they have something to prove now, and you know there's still so much there's still tons of quality in that All Black team, and now they're hungry to regain their number one spot. They've even said they they've they've earmarked this tournament, the Rugby Championship, as an opportunity to um, 
reclaim that number one spot. And even from this past weekend, the points by which we are separated by South Africa and New Zealand is, I think, about five on the, in the World Rugby Ranking. So yeah. they're in touching distance. So that's one thing I'm very interested to, interested to see. I don't know what are your thoughts on that, but what do you feel we can expect from the All Blacks and, and from the box in this, in this rugby championship? No, for sure. I think you made very uh, a lot of good points there. Um, how 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 are the box going to deal with obviously the success that they've had over the past two years, and mm-hmm. also how how that how they how they're going to deal with um, being being top of top of the top of the power and also being <clears throat> being the hunted. So they went like this. I think the box. I think they've got, always had this underdog. Type of mentality and how they exactly. play and how that's gone now. And the effort has gone, gone exactly mm-hmm. and how they how they how they play and how they especially on defense they just defend with their lives and as if they're underdogs. So mm. I think it'll be very interesting to see how they deal with that being um, having a target on their back and deal dealing with the success basically. So I think yeah. as you said I think there's, I think there's, it's a very special group. I think they've got something a very amazing team culture within the Springbok team and I think they've just got a, a fight. And a dog in them that's that's really on another level. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see how they deal with it. I think it's, it's going to be the first time we've played the All Blacks since the World Cup. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting to see how they go at it. But I think the way this stuff you can just see with the makeup um, of the Springbok team and the culture that they have, that this team just doesn't it doesn't uh, lay down and they don't, they, die easy. The, they, they don't die easy. They'll yeah. fight until the death. So I think you, I think you'll never, you won't see them give in or give up. So um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see that from a Springbok perspective. And I think also, which for me might actually be more interesting, is to see New Zealand as an underdog. I don't think we've yes. ever really seen them um, as an underdog in flip. I don't even know. Has there ever been a time New Zealand's ever actually been an underdog or under? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. I don't think we've exactly. really ever seen it. Maybe, maybe not a mind. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not in our lifetime. So mm. it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see them going into going to a game against the Springboks and probably being an underdog. So I yeah. think that probably plays maybe a bit into their favor that um, they are underdog. And I think they've shown, especially I think we even talked we talked yeah, we talked a, a bit of it, especially before the the test or the Bezo, uh test on on Saturday. Yeah, um, like I think yeah, New Zealand. I, I, I was saying I think New Zealand have obviously like dropped off. And oh, I think yes, yes. They, they, they showed on Saturday that, like, like, like they're here. Like, New Zealand is still New Zealand and they still have that quality and they, they, they can't be taken lightly. So, I think that performance really, um, I wouldn't say surprised me, but I think put me on notice in terms of, like, this team is still has that quality to uh, match the box and beat the box. Like, I, yeah. I personally think, like, we shouldn't be surprised if this, the New Zealand beat the box and win the rugby championship, yeah. I think... Um, very possible. Just, yeah, very possible. I think they just showed their quality. And like New Zealand is never down for too long, if you know what I mean. So mm. it's going to be very interesting to see seeing New Zealand as an underdog and South Africa as a favourite. And I think, yeah, I think those, those two test matches are going to be amazing. It's going yeah. to be really amazing. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see. And I think... Um, yeah, I just actually saw... I saw today that apparently Sands was actually looking at maybe moving the rugby championship uh, to Europe because of the Europe? COVID issue. Yeah, to the, yeah, co- oh, because of the, the, co- the, the recent COVID. Of the recent issue in New Zealand now. 
yeah, New Zealand and mm. Australia, apparently. So yeah. that'd be quite cool to see maybe um, the All Blacks in the box play. Yeah, at a, a neutral back. venue, yeah. Exactly, neutral venue. Or maybe even like Twickenham for that yeah. 100th. Because I think this is going to be the 100th. Is it the 100th year they've played against each other? Or the 100th test that South Africa and New Zealand have played this year? I'm not too sure. But in all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the 100th year, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. They have, yeah. so they I think it's playing for a really long time. Exactly, yeah. So I think it's a big, it's a big, it's going to be a big game, bro. Looking very forward yeah. to it, and yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting rugby championship. Yeah, because also just just also on that, and so on just to you know continue with the with the All Blacks also, like you mentioned the drop off because we can all be honest, twenty twenty for the All Blacks was was a very it was a very below par year for them from their standards, what they expect from themselves. I mean, losing to Argentina in the way that they did um, showed that they you know showed that they are very, very beatable. They, they are a very beatable side. And I feel like they've they've lost that mystique, you know. It used to be a Absolutely. thing now when when you got the All Blacks on the weekend, you know, you have to, you got to get your mind right, you know. you mm. got to get your mind right because if you don't, it really could be a long day for you. But I think now teams, like, teams don't fear them anymore. And you can Absolutely. see that even the way Australia went at them for moments in that game, like, that fear is not there anymore. You know, yeah. and and you made a point when we were speaking before the show, and where you mentioned, you know, it kind of only went the All Blacks way because Australia tried to do the same things the All Blacks do, just at a very, <laughs> at a worse worse level, you know, um, which kind of made it easy for the All Blacks to exploit that and 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 win. But also, I want to touch on another thing here, why the, it's going to be interesting to see the All Blacks this season, especially with everything they have to prove to show that they're still that alpha dog. Um, is is Ian Foster, the head coach, who yeah. is only on a two-year contract, bear in mind. With the horrible 2020 he had, is is it safe to say that Fozzie is coaching for his fucking life this season, you know? <laughs> he's, like, for real, bro. Like, he's, I feel like Foster is co- literally coaching for his job this season. Because if, if, if they don't win the rugby championship, is it, you know, I, I really do think he's gone. That's 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 his time as head coach. So I think there's there's a lot to prove there. What are your thoughts there? No, no, I think I completely agree with you. Um, I think 2020 was a very, very, very bad year for New Zealand rugby, especially for the standards that we are used to seeing them play at, mm. like losing to Argentina, and I think I think I think they even lost to Australia once. One of the times, yes, rugby, yeah. One of the times in the rugby championship, yeah. So I think it was a very poor. Um, Poor season for them for their for um, for their standards, mm-hmm. and I think um, the as you said they have lost their mystique. Like I think South Africa don't will go into every game against this this particular New Zealand team, and one thousand percent believe that they can beat them. Yeah. So I think that I think and in, in years past like teams would like literally shake when they had to play <laughs> the New Zealand because you saw the quality that that yeah. they had. In the team, so it like was, it was and also it's kind of a case of like how bad how bad is it going to be, you know? Yes, literally. Let's yeah. let's let's mini- let's try and minimize the damage. Yes, basically. But I think um, but and, and and not to take away like obviously there's a lot of talent in that New Zealand team. Like let's not get it twisted. Like there there's some ballers in that team. Yeah. But I think sure. it's it's they're just not the same. Like if I'm a Springbok team or. Or even like, it would be also interesting to see them when they go on the overseas tour. I don't think a lot of those European countries are going to be have the same fear like they would normally have. Mm-hmm. And, so and think, 
and the All Blacks are going to be closing off with France. So that's exactly. that's going to be that's going to be a very interesting one also. And you know, and you know they hate playing France. Exactly. You know they yeah. hate playing France. So the French, I think, the French, the French always get stiff for an All Black game. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think yeah, I think it's going to be it's it's a bit it's a huge it's a huge season for Ian Foster because I think yeah if. Let's say the box really dominate the All Blacks in the rugby championship. I really don't see a scenario where he keeps his job. Yeah. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see. I think the pressure is on him. And I think, um, uh, let, yeah, let's see how it goes, man. Like, yeah. But the flip side, I can easily see New Zealand win the rugby championship. So it's, oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen in my lifetime where there hasn't been a clear favorite for Tri-Nation slash rugby championship. Yes. So I think the parity is 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 so close, and I think the teams are very 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 close to each other. Exactly. Um, so it's going to be very very interesting to see. I think it's safe to say that I do not see Australia winning the rugby championship. <laughs> but like, I feel like um, the, but one thing one thing I have I have seen, seen a lot of improvement with Australia though. I think yes, you can see, yes. even like the, in the in the two tests that they've had against New Zealand, you can see there are portions of the game where they've gone toe to toe. The idea is always comp- there. Yeah, competed with New Zealand or even like um, uh, bested them at times during both of those um, the, fir- the first the first two uh, Bettislow games. But I think at the end of the day, where you can see that the quality of New Zealand will always uh, is always on show, and I think yeah. Australia's lack that of last quality, 20. exactly the last twenty. So I think in both of the second halves, you can see that the the quality of New Zealand. Is just so much better than the quality in Australia. So I think that might might be will be eventually be Australia's downfall. But I do think under Dave Rennie they look much better. And I think Definitely. you can see that they're well they're well coached because the the quality that they have and the fact that they've it's and there have been stages where they've matched New Zealand or done better. They've been very competitive. Yeah. Very competitive. I think it just shows the quality of the coaching that they're getting. Exactly. But I think at the end of the at the end of the day you need you you need you need you need top players to win. Uh, test matches, bro, and mm. I think that's been very evident over these builds of cup games. Exactly, because I think it is it is fair to say this isn't definitely not the most talented Wallaby side, and the fact that, like you said, they are able to be competitive at stages is it really it it really is a it's a tip of the tip of the cap to to Dave Rennie and how he's been able to coach them up, you know, especially with James O'Connor missing these games with the with the groin problem and having to having no Lolisio step in at ten. Who yeah. I've actually been quite impressed with. He's he's definitely had a bit of a bounce back season compared to last year, um, you know. But I think that's that's just getting used to Test rugby, and Absolutely. you know the Argentines also. You know, also don't expect them to 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 make the most noise. But but what we can count on is that they will cause a few headaches for the bigger teams. You know, because on Absolutely. on their day, the the Argentines are a team that no one wants to see. You know, they yeah, can yeah. match anyone physically on their day. They have a Backline that's able to run with the best, um, but yeah, definitely I think um, Argentina and Australia. It's just going to be a, you know, they'll be able to beat up on each other. But I think when it comes to playing the big boys, uh, the box and the All Blacks, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be a, I think it's going to be more of a case of, um, you know, minimizing the damage, like you said earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think yeah, sorry, go for it. Okay, no, go for it, go for it. Continue. Go no, I think, I think I think I think you're actually going to lead into what I think you're going to talk about the. The test, uh, the Springbok game on Saturday. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. see, you know me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So on that now, let's let's talk about let's talk about that first test with Argentina and South Africa. Um, quite a quite a tough game for for 
stages of it, you know, quite competitive, but the quality of South Africa did shine through in the end. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to guys like Apelele um, Fasi. I even sent out a tweet to my 55 followers, so no one definitely saw that. But basically, <laughs> basically, basically just saying that I really think he's got such a bright test future ahead of him. You know, in, in, in two test matches he's played, he's absolutely been amazing, you know, on absolutely. the wing there. Um, I would like to see him get a run at fullback later on, but definitely starting off, getting him used to test rugby on the wing is, is, is a stroke of genius. Um, but yeah, I think even, even with, um, don't want to say second string, but, you know, it is a second string team. With the second string yeah. team, being able to show the quality that they did is, it's, it's, you know, if you jog me now, but you have to be smiling there. It doesn't mean there's there's depth there, you know. And Absolutely. and going into playing in test rugby and in competitions like this, then having an overseas tour coming, depth is so important. So I think, um, I think South Africa will be very happy with that performance. What are your thoughts? Any standout players for you in that game? Anything you liked? Anything you didn't like? No, for sure. Dude. I think I agree with everything that you just said. Mm. Um, I think it was very. I think. Going into that test match, I was a bit worried, but I think I understood that because with all the changes that there might have been just a lack of chemistry, like, like that team hasn't really played with each other. Yeah. And to see the quality that they actually showed on Saturday was phenomenal. And I think that's actually just a testament to the depth that the Springbok squad has. Mm. Like, um, I, was, I was really, really impressed by that. I think, as you said, uh, Farsi was brilliant. I think he's also, as you said, going to have a bright test future. And I think it is really really um, smart from the park management to start off his test career as wing. And I think eventually he will move to 15. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, yeah, he was brilliant on the weekend. I think um, uh, Joseph Dribble was absolutely brilliant. Yes, yes, he, yes. He, he was really, really good. Yes, but Visa had eight. was strong. Yes, but Visa had a great game. Yeah. Um, uh, Ox and Che had a great game. Yes. Uh, we know that what, what Sia brings and the and the locks. So there was, yeah, quality all around the park. And I think um, Reinach had a very good game as well, got the try. And I yeah. think I think we need to give Alton Yankees his flowers, bro. And I think Definitely. He's, 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 he's a player in South African rugby who gets Yo, a lot shit. of... He, he catches, un- yeah. He, he catches, catches so un- much smoke, man. So much smoke. Dude. I think he gets <laughs> a lot of unnecessary hate. Like, yes, Alton Yankees is not the same player he is when he's, we've seen him in Super Rugby. Yeah. Or, or that level, but he really is a better player than what people think and what people give him credit for. And I think he mm. really played, played, uh, he played really well on Saturday. I think we just have to take Elton for who he is, but I think this, his style of play is going to be very high risk, high reward, just the, the nature of, the, of yeah. um, how he plays. And I think it's a style that is. Is really good because he's a very entertaining. He's a very. I see him. I, I kind of see him in that Finn Russell mold, you know. Yes, exactly. Where, exactly. where a lot of people think he's not really suited for Test rugby, yeah. which may be kind of true, you know, given that Test rugby is a lot slower, a lot more strategic, and these are guys yeah. that like to play very, as flowers, like to play very flat, like to kind of you know question the defense. They'll they'll put in chip kicks, cross kicks, you know, the dummies, like you know the work. So you know, yeah. showman, showman in a sense. Exactly. You know, not not really not really the safest tens, but mm. if you are looking for quick ball and some good for and go forward ball, those are you know arguably two of two of two of the world's best to kind of yeah. give you that. Yeah. He's a he's a game breaker, dude. I think he's a yeah. maverick, just like just like Finn Russell. 
Mm. Yeah, for yeah, uh, Fen Russell who was super, really, really good in that third um, uh, British and Irish Lions test. Like, I'd, I'd actually never really watched Finn Rus- Russell before, and I think um, seeing him play in that third test, I'm like, he's a really super talented player. Like, yeah. I'd actually put him as one of the better tens, um, or at least yeah. he's literally one of the most natural, like, naturally gifted flowers mm. in world rugby. Um, but yeah, going back to Alton Yankees, yeah, so I, I completely agree with you. He's a game breaker, he's a different style of, um, uh, of, of, of a flower, and I think he does bring a lot. And I think he, yeah, catches a little bit too much criticism, mm-hmm. but I think he really played well. He really played well on Saturday, and I think you have to live with, with Alton, the type of player you have to live for, you have to live with the good and the bad, you know what I mean? So, yeah, let's judge him on what he is and not who you think he should be. So, yes. yeah, that's just my opinion, but like. Generally, it was a great performance by the box. I think I was really, really impressed, impressed by the quality and the dominance. And I think on the flip side, I was very disappointed in Argentina. Like, I really expected... I have to, yes, yes, definitely. I expected, I expected much, so much more from them. So much more than... And the thing is, they came in there with, like, good wins. Like, remember, mm, beat mm. New Zealand last year, beat Wales. Coming um, off the yeah, exactly. Series win against Wales. Like, I honestly expected a much, much better Argent, uh, Argentine side. And I honestly, going into the game, I was actually maybe leading towards an Argentine win just because of the the changes in the bot team and maybe yeah, a bit of fatigue, of the, maybe fatigue in the, the high of the Lions series the week before. Yeah, like did the box would the box be up for um, again against Argentina? So if yeah, if, there was, if there was a time for Argentina to win, it, it was it was it was on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And the yeah. fact that they really didn't rock up and got um, easily managed was yeah quite disappointing. Yeah. I was I was impressed with the Argentine scrum though, you know. I think they 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 presented a few challenges at the time, but you know, it's when you're getting played off the park like that, you can only scrum for so you, you can only Absolutely. be strong in the scrum for so long, you know, and eventually the, the dam wall broke. Um exactly. but yeah, I agree with you. I expected I expected so much more. So much more from the Argentines. Now let's talk about this let's talk about Saturday. Um Springbok team's been named. So yeah, um, All Blacks and and Wallabies will be on a bye because they have played in two letters though tests, so they're not playing this weekend. But yeah, let's let's look let's look to this weekend. Um, you know, basically the Lions backline is back in. So I mean, by Lions, I mean the the Springbok backline that that played in the Test series against the Lions. They're back in the first choice backline. Basically, they're back in forward pack. Uh, there are a few changes, a few. Uh, Few changes here and there. Why? What? Why do you think he went for went for a stronger, stronger backline? I'll start quickly. I I think, I think it's because you know these guys haven't played a lot of games this year. Um, yeah. Haven't played a lot of games. Haven't played in a while. Also before the Lions series, and I think it's just to build some continuity. You know, before going into the harder test. You know, going to Australia, going to New Zealand. You know, I think it's just just to get them used to playing comfortable. More even more comfortable playing with each other, because I think yeah they'll 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 clearly face better better competition in the next four games. No, for sure, no, I completely agree with you. I think that's probably the reason, just to build the continuity and obviously build um, the match fitness. Is like the Springboks haven't really played um, a lot of rugby over the past eighteen months. So I think that's probably yeah. the thinking the thinking behind it, and um, just so. They get a bit of uh, game time under their belt before they go into those uh, rugby championship games against New Zealand and Australia. So I think, yeah, I think um, 
I did expect, um, I, I won't say I, I, I did expect a majority of that starting backline to be in. I don't think I expected mm. the whole backline to be in, but yeah. like this is not really um, too surprising. So I can understand the thinking there. Then um, in terms of the pack, I was, I am quite surprised to see Sia. Um, I think Sia, Sia, Ibn and Luet are playing or not? Um, so no, no, Luet no. is in. Uh, is Evans not in, but yes, yeah, see us there again. Yeah, so I think I think I was quite surprised to see um, Sia playing again, but I think that's obviously it seems it seems like Sia is just like he needs to play, just to, like just to get um, in terms of to, like, to play himself in, into form. So he seems yeah. like a guy who doesn't really need to be rested. Like I think he gets fitter by the more rugby he plays. Exactly. So I, I think, think that's maybe. That's probably the reason why he's he's just yeah. he keeps on playing. So I think that's just the way he probably catch feels him, like this is how catch him catch him while he's hot, you know. Because I think exactly, yeah, you know, because yeah. he, he has been in such good form coming from the Lions series. I think yeah. there isn't really a reason to take him out, you know. Like he and yeah. you know he is the captain, so it's always nice to have your captain there. And I think for him personally, I think you kind of enjoy ra- just racking up more test caps. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think also, yeah, yeah I, I I feel you there. I think definitely just you know like he's in form, you know. So there's no need to. Get him out of there, you know. Let him, let him play, you know. Let him, let him enjoy his good form. Let him enjoy his yeah. good form. Um, you know, we have we have more than capable reserves on the bench, so you know when he gets a bit tired, we can make those changes at the, when when the time comes. But yeah, I think I think I, I think it is definitely just to catch him in his form, you know. Get him, get him going. Um, yeah, um, I like it personally. I, I, it's always nice to see Sia out there playing good rugby, you know, because you know he's he's another guy who's also faced a lot of criticism from the media. And yeah. for him and to be, so. you know, and yeah, exactly. And, you know, for him, for him to be, to finally come into such good form and you can see he's in a much better condition, you know, he's fit, um, yeah. you know, he's clocking in good minutes. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you know, if it's, if it's not broken, don't fix it. No, I completely get you. Mm. But I think, yeah, I think someone like Eben does deserve a break. And I think, yeah, I think Mostad, Mostad got a break last week. So I think he's... Back in the side at seven, if I'm not mistaken. At seven, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So I think Peter, I think Peter, both... Peter, Steph, Peter Steph is done for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably probably going into that first. I'm not sure who we're playing first in the rugby championship. I'm not sure if it's Australia or New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But I think going into that test, I think this is probably going to be the loose trio. So yes. um it makes sense to just give them a bit if, more continuity. If, 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 if Dwayne doesn't come back at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think we, I think I think we'll probably see him at some point in the rugby championship. Yeah, but maybe a bit later. From what, on. From, yeah, from what we've seen, I think the first uh, game against New Zealand or Australia, I think this will probably be the the back three. That's what it looks like. So, yes, I agree um, with you there. Yeah, so maybe get, just getting continuity, uh, getting continuity uh, looks like that's um, that's probably the thinking behind it. And I think, uh, yeah. So I think I'm very happy with the team. I should I think it should be an even more emphatic win than it was last weekend. And obviously yeah. I think I think we will I think we will see a better Argentine um Argentine side. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm very happy with the team. And it would have been nice to see maybe like a Marco from starting get a start, but obviously he's injured. He's injured, um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very happy with the team. I think it's 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 it should be should be a win for the box, but I do expect to see a better Argentine team. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. And just lastly, before ending off, um, I don't know if you saw the Hundred um, Pollard's hit back at the media earlier on today. Um, you know where with 
you know, so I've mentioned before, the box have come under quite a lot of quite a lot of scrutiny over their style of play. You know, many people saying it's boring, it's you know um, outdated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, basically, Andre Pollard said in a press conference, he said, "Test test rugby isn't about excitement; it's about winning. Absolutely. And if it's not broken, don't fix it." You know, absolutely. Um, and he said, "Yeah, you know, he also mentioned, you know, um, it's working for the box now. They've they haven't lost thus far, so there's there's nothing there's, there's nothing to change." I will, um, I'll be honest. I I like that a lot, you know, because people and I think that's the issue, you know. Also coming back to that tweet of that idiot I saw, um, people just want think that Test rugby is supposed to be Super rugby where people are throwing, you know, thirty meter skip passes and just counter attacking yeah, yeah. from the five meter. Test rugby is it's intense. It's you know it's 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 a pressure cooker. You know, like you you can't afford to make mistakes. If it means Absolutely. playing it safe, if it means you know kicking it all the time, territory is so is so important in in test rugby. So yeah, I really do agree with what Andre Pollard said. That, you know, because to be honest, you know, it, it it really isn't about our excitement at the end of the day. As the Springboks as a team have a job to do, and that's to maintain that number one spot. How they do it is not important. You know, as long yeah. as they do it is is, is the real is the real the real concern or the real you know, goal, I guess. No, for sure. No, I completely agree with you. And I think, um, I, I don't know, I also also saw, saw a tweet the other day. Flip, I've actually been on Twitter a lot lately. But, um, Rugby Twitter, Rugby Twitter is actually very fire, dude. I'm not going to lie. That is, no, no, it is. Of, is. I didn't realize it, dude. I honestly yeah. didn't realize. There, there's great a lot of rugby there. content on Twitter. Yeah. So, I think someone said that it's the same thing. I think it's just maybe the nature of being the best, the best team in the world. Yeah. Like, I think, remember when New Zealand were always on top, they are always regarded as cheats and the referees exactly. um, always favoured them and whatnot. So, I think everyone will always try to find a way to uh, attack or criticise people who are at the top. So, I think it's just nature of the uh, nature of the territory of being the best team in the world. Yeah. And I think we really shouldn't be uh, surprised that the box are getting criticism because I think when you, when you are the best team in the world and you are the top dog, you always will be criticised. Yeah, and people, my people back... find a reason to pick you apart and bring you down. Exactly, exactly. And I think another thing I think should be stated is like, bro, when have South Africa ever played an expensive game of rugby? Thank you. That's just my not who. Is... It's just not who the Springboks are. Not They've the never DNA, been yeah. in. Yeah, just not in the DNA. The Springboks have never been an expensive team. They don't like really uh, chuck the pull around and look to get the ball out wide. That's never been South Africa's game. Exactly. South Africa's game has always been. Dominate the set pieces, have those oxen come around the corner <laughs> off the rack, running straight, running hard, getting over the advantage line, and that's yeah. how South Africa do business. And you have a fly some shoulders. Kick. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Softening some shoulders, having a fly who has got a huge, who's got a huge boot who can kick and you can and we kick our penalty goals, bro. Like I think that's always been South Africa's brand of rugby since the, the beginning of time. So I, I think yeah. it's just really it's a bit silly to attack the box. For being boring because let's be dead honest the box have always played a very boring game exactly as long as we've been we've known south africa to play rugby so i think it's a bit unfair that now you want to say because they are winning that they're boring and they're killing rugby i think the one like new zealand um journalist said that the all blacks need to save rugby from the springboks border which is nonsense yeah. like, let's be let's be honest the springboks have always been a boring team of played this is the style the Springboks have always played. Literally. I think 
about the horror show that was uh, the Springboks under Alistair Kutia when they try to they try to play let's like talk about that and, <laughs> yeah dude, let's not talk about that but like you know yeah, what I mean yeah, so yeah I always been yeah. the there's always been the Springboks so I don't think people people are acting surprised when they shouldn't because the box have never played a very entertaining or expensive brand of rugby yeah. so people are just finding ways to criticize the team at the top I guess exactly exactly and uh, yeah on that note guys that is that is this week's episode episode three of inside and engaged um thank you for tuning in you know really appreciate you guys i've been getting a lot of comments about this show thank you so much guys and also like i said at the beginning of the show if you if you want to get involved please dm me on twitter and instagram at in touch and engaged send in your comments send in your ideas things you want to challenge me on things you want to bring up let's let's make this as interactive as possible and yeah let's keep this thing growing thank you so much everyone um yeah, Springboks, Argentina, Test 2 on Saturday. I assume at 5 o'clock again. Um, yeah, so let's, you know, if you're interested in that, get that on. So watch that game and we'll um, go over it in the coming episodes. And yeah, Tiggs, thank you for coming on again, big guy. Um, yeah, um, actually, as we're recording, uh, Sia messaged me now saying he was ready. So I guess the episode's done already, bro. So you're lucky there. But now, nah, thank you for coming on. Always good <laughs> chatting to you about ball, my man. No, sure. No, thanks for having me, Tari. Like, and uh, all the best, bro. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, my man. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, take it easy. Cheers. <laughs>